Hey, it's Jose Galison. You're watching No Way Jose. You can find me on the No Way Jose YouTube channel. You can also find me on all the major audio podcatchers and Odyssey as well. Credit to Justin Campbell for the uh, for the intro at jcamp1521. If you want to find them on Twitter, uh, if you are other podcaster and you have any other like intro or editing or any sort of needs like that, you can definitely hit him up to commission for any sort of work like that. He's a uh, he already does a lot of that, a lot of work there uh, for a lot of big big dogs. So uh, hit him up. Today my guest is Jacob Winograd of the Daniel Three Biblical Anarchy Podcast. Uh, as always, uh, it's just you guys know what's up. In case it's your first time, the way this works. If you're watching the 26th, you are watching the live stream, uh, and it'll only be available the day of. It will get taken down, and it will go to patrons. It will only be available for patrons uh, for about a week or so. Uh, and then it'll go public. Um, and then, uh, if you want to build, get it in the meantime, uh, it's two bucks, uh, to get that, um, uh, just for the minimum, uh, there's different levels. The highest level being $20. Uh, that's a sponsor level. Uh, and I have CD McRae of the whiskey and tea podcasts. Uh, I have Jeremy, uh, and he has a S Etsy at Etsy.com slash shop slash raising Liberty. If you want to check him out, if you want to hit him up on Twitter at Jeremy rhymes, uh, if you want to do any of that stuff, uh, you know, you want to be a sponsor or if you want to do the, the lowest level or anything in between, uh, patreon.com, just no way Jose 2020. I appreciate all my sponsors. You guys help me out. Uh, part of why I'm able to keep doing what I'm doing. Um, to the topic, kind of going to atheism, theism, that kind of stuff. Uh, the same old shtick whenever I pretty much have Jacob on, but obviously we talk about other stuff occasionally. Uh, just, I'll be having James Gentleman on next week. Uh, but I think a week or two ago, I was on uh, Jacob's podcast. It was me, James, and Jacob, uh, you know, because we were kind of a group that kind of started podcasting around the same time. Uh, for Tower Gang, uh, Tower Power Hour, just so you guys know, if you aren't aware, we got nuked off YouTube, which anyone who wants to show, big shocker. Uh, it was kind of one of those things that's going to happen eventually. But, you know, with that, we're still on Odyssey. We're still also on all the uh, audio uh, platforms and stuff. So, I mean, you can even watch the video on Spotify if you want. We're, we got that video. Um, yeah, uh, definitely go definitely go follow them on Odyssey because that's kind of where we are for now. We're thinking about ways and maybe trying to evade, go around YouTube, maybe even uh, may start doing live streams here and then take them down right off the bat, maybe rebrand to Tower Gang. I don't know, we're we're kind of kicking around all sorts of ideas, uh, trying to figure out what to do. Um uh, also, if you are in Florida or if you're nearby, if you're willing to come to Florida and maybe a little bit too late, I'm not sure at this point. Uh, I'm not sure how many more tickets are available. We got the summer porch tour on May 7th. Um, but yeah, uh, go check that out. Um, the summer porch tour. Sorry, I need to explain that a little bit more. Uh, Robbie Bernstein has a summer porch tour. Uh, we'll be He'll be at Top Lobster's house, which is like kind of around Orlando-ish, probably like an hour or so. Uh, about an hour outside of the villages, I believe, roughly. But uh, obviously, if you go to Robbie's page, or if you go, uh, you know, he, he, go watch part of the problem. He he he's been schlepping it there, so go check that out. Um, he, you should definitely be there. There's gonna be a live podcast with uh, the uh, with Robbie Bernstein and the Tower Power guys. I'm pretty sure all of us are gonna make it, so that should be a good time. And it's gonna be at Top Lobster's house. Be a fun time. It'll be an hour of comedy with uh, Robbie. Uh, go check out Top Lobster, you know, at toplobster.com. You're supposed to get checkout for 10% off. With that, let's get Jacob in here. Hey, what's up, man? Hey, how much are you doing? Doing all right, doing all right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I see you said I tried to save them. Tried yeah, to save this, them. This is the, uh, this <laughs> Dude, is that the sucks, Daniel man. I didn't, I didn't hear about that until you just 
said it now. So that, I mean, what? That's bullshit. What? I, 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 I did not. I don't know. I don't know. I was on Twitter all day. I just didn't. I don't know where you guys announced. It. I just didn't see it. What? Yeah. What was the epic? Like, was it any spe- specific citation of any episode in particular, or was it just like a uh, bye? I, I don't. I've never been banned off YouTube before. I, I don't know how it works. They they gave us. I mean, I, we've had strikes before, but I think we've only had like one or two. And the way it usually works is like you have to accumulate a certain more amount of strikes before they boot you. And like we we would always be like, I think it usually how it works is you get a strike and you can't stream on YouTube for a week. So we've had a couple times that we had to like do Odyssey only and then we'll re-upload it later. Uh, but we've never had more than like one strike at a time because the strikes will expire. But we just got an email out of the blue and it was just like severe or multiple violations. And uh, so I don't know if we just got re- mass reported or if someone reply, went through... like no fucking shit. What took you so long? <laughs> yeah. Right. It's like, or if someone went through the whole catalog and was like, whoa, like, uh, I, I, I don't know. Like, yeah, we are literally in the midst of a tournament of like a hypothetical, <laughs> right? of, like who, who you would genocide. So I, 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 guess I don't know. I, I had assumed you guys would have got kicked off so long ago that because you hadn't up until this point, I was just like, I don't know. Maybe it's just like, you're in some kind of weird blind spot or or you guys paid off the right people or something behind the scenes. I don't know. But, um, yeah, it sucks. But, um, you know, I mean, it is what it is. Odyssey is still Odyssey. Odyssey is picking up popularity yeah. and, and, and steam and stuff. So, you know, it's got options. Yeah, I was uh, on there yesterday. I went to the page. I was looking around. And I was kind of like curious, uh, like how that like. I guess I was just looking at the numbers to kind of see. And don't get me wrong. Obviously, numbers aren't as flashy. Like, uh, Tower Power was probably averaging about, like, at least, like, a thousand, if not more, in episode views. So, it was doing pretty hot. Uh, and then, like, like the lesser episodes, the episodes that weren't doing as well, would would still get, like, 500 views. So, I mean, it's pretty solid. Uh, we, were out, we were about two and a quarter uh, K subs in like a year. So we were doing pretty good. But then I was looking at Odyssey, looking at the numbers. And some of the, uh, you know, I had said earlier that like we got pulled in like a couple times. And we had, um, and we, we, there was a couple weeks we were Odyssey only. And then would re-up it, load it later. And I was looking at those numbers and they were surprisingly f- pretty good. Like I know one of the Robbie episodes was like a, I think like almost 200 views, which I mean, I know that's not that great, but for like on YouTube, I'm like, or for Odyssey, I mean, like that's pretty solid. And you know, so like if we're going to be Odyssey only, like, I don't know, maybe we'll pick up a following. We'll see. I, I don't know. We'll, we'll make it work. Uh, I mean, we've, we've been kicking around the idea of like uh, maybe creating some sort of network or something too, or I mean, we're always open to if anyone wants us on a network, but like, I, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, Cause we do, but we're, we'll kind of, we'll kind of plow through in the meantime, I think uh, we'll make something happen. I do think something special with Tower Power. I think we'll, we'll make something happen. I, I don't know. I mean, either way, we're, we're going to keep going. It's fun. Uh, you know. So anyone watching this, if you want to keep watching it, you're going to have to go to Odyssey. But you know, they have a fucking app now. So you know what's so, like? Yeah. You know what's funny is uh, you know, my, my mind's still kind of like in in like the last like the the stream I was doing with James and uh, uh, was it Joe and and uh, I don't know who the other guy was. Uh, but the, the when we we're talking about like things we do to relax, like Tower Power Hour has been like my comic relief for like the past however many months that that you guys have been doing that. Like it, it's something I like. I look forward to every episode, and you know whether I'm there live trying to troll you guys in the in the in the chat when I can make it, or just watching it at work like the next day and stuff. Like, I mean, laughing is just such a therapeutic thing. 
And that, I, I don't know of any other podcast that makes me laugh the way you guys do. Like I'll, I'll literally be at work wrenching away and just start, you know, look like a retard to start busting up laughing. And people are just like, what the fuck's going on with Jacob? And just like, you know, and one of, one of my service advisors came by one day. They go, what are you listening to? Is it funny? I was like, yeah, I was like, I don't. I don't know you well enough, though, that I can talk to you about this. Yet. It's like the Joker thing. You wouldn't get it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah uh, do you do you watch any other po- uh, comedy podcasts? Just curious. Um, or... I mean, occasionally Legion of Skanks. Um, and other than that, like I've tried Slurp Gang. Uh, not I, I wasn't too impressed by them. Uh, no offense to them, just I don't know, but maybe. And I didn't watch too many, it was like a couple episodes. I'm not typically a comedy guy, it's not what consumes you know 90% of my listening stuff, but but I don't know. It's just again, it, you need something to break the monotony. And like 80% of what I listen to is political or religious or philosophical, and like your brain gets to a point where like you've over stimulated that part of your brain, and you need a you know, you, you need you need something to like give your brain just that, that time to just relax and, and just kind of enjoy what you're listening to rather than like you're you're you know, especially while while I'm working, it's like it's like if I'm trying to listen to something that's intellectual and I'm working, it's it's it can be too much stimulation if that makes sense. Yeah, no, I used to go on more like a deep like uh, I didn't really used to do comedy podcasts at all, and I actually still kind of don't. The only comedy podcast I really do aside from tower power occasionally i usually don't watch it you know because i'm on it but occasionally i'll watch ones i'm not on or if it was one that was especially good i'll go back and watch it but i i pretty much now watch uh, legion of skanks religiously but it was weird i didn't start doing it until i had a comedy podcast but it's almost like a in a weird way it's almost like i'm studying <laughs> like but it's right. the same idea like now or i and listen now to they're studying you guys and stealing yeah. your bits yeah, well, it's just like now with, uh, yeah, I know with the uh, with the the Zyklon showers thing, but yeah. um, it's like uh, like I listen to before I started podcasts, I listen to podcasts a lot, but it was more like a casual. I still do that, but like now I, I probably almost listen to them a little bit more, but it's like almost like a studying thing, and it's the same thing with a comedy one because now I have to like to I don't know keep my shit sharp or or get ideas or, or have something to give me inspiration for comedy. Uh, and the same thing goes with like this political stuff. Like for example, today I re-listened to our episode with James to kind of like get like ideas to spurn on for like topics and such. And I, I mean, that's how I do. I'm sure everyone has different methods, but yeah, I had to bring that back to the comedy thing. I didn't even start listening to comedy podcasts until I start doing a comedy podcast. Like all of that material or, or that, I guess you, if you want to call it a character, although it's not really a character, like that is a side of me on that show. That's like, that's more like this side of me that I've always had that where I'm kind of like hanging out with the boys, like whether, cause I've been in the, I was in active duty military for 11 years. So like I would like, that was kind of like, there was a lot of that. Like, it's kind of like the military is very much like a boys club in a lot of ways. And there's a, I mean, it's gotten gayer as time's gone on, but like there's still that element, you know, where it's like just chilling with the boys type thing where, you know, you're shooting the shit saying like crazy off the wall stuff and that's kind of what tower power hour yeah. is you know and like it and i i don't i a lot of people get we've had people get mad at us that like you know and you keep, be like you guys aren't very funny or like i've never claimed to be this is literally just us shooting the shit and some people find it funny so i don't know what to tell you so i mean well, i've never said i'm a comedian so. well i know so like I, I i was a pretty i don't know like i used to have fun with my friends and stuff when i was in school but then like post high school i got caught up in like 
uh, a lot of like left leftist crap. And I, I was I was pretty much an SJW for a few years and I completely lost my sense of humor. And I actually like I, I kind of st- I had this like I looked at my past self in a self-deprecating way and I, I became just like the most unfun person in the world. And then when I started getting back into libertarian spaces and and starting to, you know, reject more of that woke crap, um, I hadn't really reclaimed like my sense of humor. What was starting to help was like, um, you know, being always working kind of blue collar jobs. You're around people who, you know, make those kind of jokes. But I had spent so many years kind of being offended by them that I kind of felt like a hypocrite for going back. Um, but but yeah, I mean, listening to 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 you guys, listening to Adam Nutter, and uh, you know, get it, becoming close with Adam over the past couple of years since we're both in the same state, um, kind of helped me to reincorporate part of myself that I had lost, and to kind of like reintegrate. It was part of like I, I uh, there's this uh, Jordan Peterson idea, which might be something we talk about later in our you know more philosophical conversation about like integrating the shadow, um, and like and sort of like that dark humor element and like being able to look at like talk about really sort of offensive or dark topics and not view them with this sort of like weird spooky like oh we can't talk about that because it's offensive like getting past that has been a a real important part of like my journey to like where I'm at now um as far as just being a better man I guess I mean it kind of sounds I don't know it's like I talked with Dave last week. Like I hate saying like being a better man or being a better, like it sounds kind of stereotypical um, or cliche, but I don't know. It's, it, it's, it's true. It's like, I, I, I feel like I'm more in sync with, with nature and with like the best version of myself now than I was like three years ago. So. Yeah. There is something to like laughing about like fucked up shit. Like, uh, Cause like, I don't know, I guess it just kind of shows you it doesn't have power. Like I'm able to laugh at these things and like, no, I don't like, like we said, we we're currently in the midst of a tournament of like the hypothetical being like, what class of people would you genocide? And it's like, we're making arguments for one for the other. It's like, I don't genuinely want to genocide any of these people. But on the other hand, all of the awful like slang terms like bro, or like, uh, I don't know if you've, you've, I don't know how how it works for you, but I'm trying to think of another one or brother, like stuff like that. Like the way those have incorporated in my vernacular is I start using them ironically and then it becomes real. So maybe there is some sort of a libertarian to all right pipeline shit there where I'm like uh, making these awful jokes. And over time, they actually do kind of come off as real. Kind of doubt it uh, because I've been making these type of awful jokes for a long time and I still don't genuinely believe any of them. Like I know I've been making Jew jokes for years and I. Those are literally my favorite people. Like, like it right, literally yeah. was like, like that was a. I I don't remember if that's even still in the tournament because Jews was one of the ones in the tournament. I either got for, taken on the first one or the second round, and I um I wanted to take out the first round because I was like, like we joke about this, but I don't. I can't. I really have struggled to make a good argument for why you need to just like the Jews because I, I actually like they're some of my favorite people. Like right, and, like yeah, I get it. Like they do tend to be like the Ashkenazis if you buy into the whole like bell curve thing they tend to be on the higher end of it but it's like okay yeah and that ends up with some evil people that are on there because they're like manipulating people with their intelligence and well on the other end you end up with people like murray rothbard and like you end up with geniuses in all regards so like yeah 
I mean, yeah, when you oppress a certain people, they end up coming out better. Like, yeah, that's how that works. But like, I, I struggle to make an actual legitimate, like even comedic argument for why they really need to be like, without being like hacky, like, cause it's yeah. part of like the thing is we're actually trying to make legitimate arguments. Like if you were going to remove it, but like, I mean, yeah, you can make some jokes here and there, but aside from like a, an actual legitimate argument, I struggle, but yeah. Go ahead. Well, I was going to say like part of, so you said like, you know, people maybe are afraid that if you make those jokes, you'll start to like actually believe the, like, like you, you won't be saying them ironically. You'll be saying them seriously. And, and to me, it's almost like it's in my experience, it's quite the opposite. Like, I feel like when you make those jokes, you are sort of in a sort of controlled sort of humorous setting, able to play with those more like, like the, the really evil parts of the human nature but like, so, so you're able to like get a taste of them. You're, you're able to like see them and, and like play with those ideas, but in a way where you're not, you're not incorporating them into your being, but you, but you're, you're able to, I, I don't know. It's something about, again, it's this idea of incorporating the shadow where it's like, if you're not, to me, it's like, if you're not at least getting close once in a while to that line, I, I guess like that line where. It, you're kind of crossing over into that stuff. Like if you're not, if you're not familiar with it, then it's like, you don't know your limits and you don't understand. Like, I think you need to have an intimate knowledge of just how evil people can be. Um, this is why like, like Jordan Peterson has like Soviet art all over his house, which is kind of creepy. <laughs> if you think about it, like a bunch of like, like, like Soviet Russia, like, like art that, that some of it is kind of more dark, but like, I don't know. It's like, to me, it's sort of like the the effect it has on me is like the more that I walk up to those lines and and stuff, the more that I am, I find myself able to clearly articulate between good and evil. Whereas like if you just stay as far away from it as possible, you don't know where that line is. And it kind of makes you weaker and less effective when you're actually like trying to engage in the culture and actually push back against the people who have crossed that line. Does that, does that make sense? Yeah. Uh, it's, uh, what was I going to say? It, it makes me think of that. Like, sh did you see that thing with Sean King today where he was like going on about like, Oh, is this really what you want? Like a free speech. Like the first thing he went to was like, Oh, what do you think? Like we should just be allow hate speech against Jews on here. And it's like, it's weird that like, for one, you even went there first off. Like, why are you picking the specific class? And like, I guarantee like, no, you. There's no way you would have said white people, or you would have right. said I, I know any other like like if someone called me a male monkey on Twitter, like and even if they were being genuine and vitriolic about it, I would I would probably just laugh. Like, and the idea that like we should not say that other groups of people should do the same, I find to be silly. Like the idea that like if you call a Jew a kike or something, that you that they should be like horrified, especially online. I just feel like it's such as like pandering thing to them they're like unless this person is calling you a kike and then also being like i'm gonna hunt you down and find where you live like they're what why do you care like this is social media block them or or mute them or laugh or whatever like if someone genuinely came at me some sort of racist way if, if anything i just laugh or i would dismiss it or like if if they really were being insanely belligerent i would just block i don't care well, let me tell you <laughs> as somebody who grew up next to actual nazis that the 
the uh, ra- racial slurs thrown at me for being Jewish didn't bother me so much as the rocks being thrown at me. You know what I mean? It's like there's a clear mm-hmm. like if people just say, you know, dumb, hateful, ignorant shit, it's just like the OK, you know, but, you know, they're being violent. It's like, OK, well, you know, that, that that's actually a problem. Um, but I, I, condemning it's like if you're going to to me, it's like you got to be consistent, right? It's like if you can't make jokes about Jewish people, then you can't. Or if you can't, if you don't allow hate speech for Jewish people, then you can't allow the the anything for any groups of people at all. And but at that point, it's just that becomes such a restrictive role that you can't like you can't say anything interesting. <laughs> yeah. So. All right. Well, it's been a while since you've been on the show. We kind of jumped right in the conversation. I want to give you a chance to go ahead and introduce yourself to my audience because it has been a long time since you've been on my show. So just so they know who you are, and then like, I want to get into. I'm going to kind of go a little bit deeper in some of the stuff we touched on your show recently because we kind of breezed over some things. So I want to touch back on them and we'll see how many of these things we get through because I have a, a few bullet points on here, but I feel like honestly the, uh, the bullet points I have could easily be two or three episodes. So we may not hit on all of them, but there's a few I do want to hit on. But uh, if you want to go ahead and introduce yourself for the audience, uh, let them know who you are, what you're about. Uh, and yeah. Cool. All right. So my name is, Jacob Daniel or or Daniel Jacob or or something. Um, I go by many different names on Twitter. Wait, but... am I am I not supposed to use your last name? Oh, you can. Or, or yeah, when I grab my last name. Oh, okay. I'm like care. shit. I thought you've no. already said it online. I'm like, did I dock? Yeah, you? I have. <laughs> no, I didn't used to, and then I did. But then it's and then I tried to. I, I, I to me, when I grab such a weird name, I prefer to go by Jacob Daniel. Yeah, but I don't. I don't care. Like, I don't no, care. it's be- it's more aesthetic. I'll give you that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. When when I grab such a and when I grab such a like when I learned what it means, it's Russian for grape. It's like, I mean, like having a Russian last name is okay, but like grape is kind of a, a lame. Like it'd be like if if Winograd meant something like I don't know, like I, I don't know something more badass, it'd be different. But anyway, so yeah, my name's Jacob. Um, I have a podcast, and I've had Jose on a few times. It's uh, Daniel Three Biblical Anarchy. Um, so I I started it out as a a sort of like a, a project to try to push more libertarian thought and philosophy into the Christian, you know, world, so to speak. Um, It's kind of branched out from there and I I still do that kind of stuff, but I also um, I'll do some stuff on current events. I'll have uh, people like Jose on or other people who aren't explicitly Christian to talk about different topics. um, You know, whether it's religion, uh, philosophy um, or, or, or just, you know, whatever I want to talk about. Um, I like having the kind of long form conversational dialogue that that we all kind of do. And um, other than that, I mean, I'm also I guess the only other thing I can think of is that I'm a a state organizer for the Mises caucus. And so I do work within the Libertarian Party. And um, yeah, that's that's pretty much me in a nutshell. All right. uh, Well, let's go ahead and get into it. On your show last time, you mentioned two things that were like you couldn't wrap your head around in an atheistic worldview. And one of and we kind of got into one of them. But I think I realized after rewatching it that somehow I don't know how I think I misinterpreted what you were saying, because you said the two things you said is basically why humans have value and morality. And I don't know why, but I took why humans have value as nihilism, which I guess you can those. I can see how I connected those two dots. And then realize like, oh, those are kind of two different, uh, two different, um, you know, things a little bit. Like why humans have value is a little bit different than why a on individual level or even as a group level, why 
uh, it's a little bit different than nihilism, I I, I would say. Uh, so I do kind of want to go into those um, and and discuss those a little bit. Um, and, sure. I guess, but uh, I guess we'll start with the first ones, like why humans have value and how. Uh, and I'm not even necessarily trying to uh, make you an atheist here. I'm more just trying to explain the logic of athe like an a, a normal like your typical atheist, if you will. Um, and like so, all right. For humans having value, let's go into that one first off. Um, I guess I'll give you a second to maybe expand on that a little bit if you want, or we can just move on from there. Cause I do want to kind of give you my perspective on how a human can have value from an atheistic worldview. Sure. And I mean, so, you know, value can have different connotations. Mm -hmm. I can understand how without God and without religion, humans could have, I mean, I guess like economic value um, in the marketplace. I could understand how humans could have, like maybe personal value to like, you know, I value, like you could value your offspring. You could value your, your, your friends and family. Cause they, they, they bring something beneficial to you. So um, to, to be specific as to what I'm, I'm getting at. Um, I, I think that what we all generally kind of behave and act out is that humans have a sort of intrinsic value beyond just some sort of like, uh, beyond a market value, beyond a, oh, you're my friend and I like you, so you're valuable to me. Like we, we tend to view even the people that we don't associate with and sometimes even the people that we don't like or that we don't think bring anything positive to us, we still kind of view them with a sort of intrinsic value. And I think it extends beyond just the fact that like, oh, well, we're all the same species. Um, and, and then we also seem to ascribe certain values to certain classes of people insofar as like we, for example, like with children, we, we, we view children as valuable as, as, as innocent as like, we should be protecting them. Um, and so like, there's the whole like wood chipper go burr meme that, that we all like to use to sort of describe like what we would do to pedophiles, which, and, and so I, I often use this framing to des describe what I'm getting at. So I can understand how on like naturalism or on atheism, one could say that pedophilia is like in an evolutionary sense, not preferable, not, not, con you know, not conducive to what you would want in your community. But what we're, we don't like give pedophiles a slap on the wrist and go, no, knock that out. Like, that's not cool. You know, it's not like, okay, you know, $500 fine and you go back to your day or, and, and we don't even stop at like, maybe something more extreme, like just, uh, you know, uh, ostracism or, you know, a few years in jail, like, you know, the, the whole wood chipper go burn meme is like, you know, oh, if I caught somebody doing something like that to a child, you know, you know, we'd, we'd kill them. And it's not even just like your child, it's like any child. And, and so it's like, okay, well, why, why do we have that? Is that just, you know, is it just something artificial and random? Like, well, no, to me, it's like, we, we sort of have this, we, we, we see some, like, we all act out this sort of, like, humans have this intrinsic value. And it, it, like, the problem is the, the value thing is sort of related to morality. But I'll try to stick to value first. It's just, like, we, we view humans as having a value that goes beyond, I think, just what I can clearly explain through just a sort of naturalistic framework. All right. All right. Where do I go there? You threw, you threw a lot at the wall. Um, 
I guess I would probably, I actually feel like I'd kind of disagree a little bit how you framed it because humans having value. I mean, I, we've talked before I come in from an egoistic worldview. So really for me, it's as simple as it begins at me. Um, I believe I have value because I don't like it when bad things happen to me. I know you can call that selfish or what have you. And then, you know, you kind of brought up family friends, which I, once again, that, that, that kind of felt feels natural, you know, like you, that you're like, Oh, I can understand from a family friend thing. But if you're outside the scope of it yet, yeah, in a certain sense, you still have value. But in the sense that you're another actor outside the world, and I realize that um, fucking with you in any sort of way could have have repercussions. That doesn't mean I want to necessarily do it. Like, and and I guess in a certain sense, you have value as a other thing. I I guess I I actually struggle to kind of wrap my head around this because yes, I see humans have value in that sense, but I don't see how that is in any way tied to any sort of religious thing. I I. I don't know. I, I can, I can, cause well, do you believe that? And I, I think I've asked you this on my show before, but like, like I don't think, or at least I guess I'll just ask, like, do you believe humans have a soul or do you think there's yeah. anything to human? Is there anything to a human being beyond like cells and chemical reactions and atoms? Well, when I say no, I mean, I more mean like maybe you but mean like, you can't prove it like it's not something you can it could be like real, but you don't you don't have any yeah you, you can't count on it being there you can't verify it's there no i, I don't know it's kind of like I, I don't know and so i operate off of no in, okay. until like it, it's it's just like saying is there a, a fly or, or is there a i don't know is there a teacup floating or, or, or i don't know i'm trying to think of an absurd thing is there is yeah. there a unicorn on mars maybe uh <laughs> But I, I feel like it's a safe. Uh, it's safe to operate off of no for now, <laughs> until someone yeah. shows me otherwise. I know, like I, I, I have no reason to believe there is. Um, like, yeah, no. I mean, and I mean to to. I, I guess I don't know. I'll, I'll let you go for. I don't know if you have anything to add to that, but I, I don't. I, well, I mean, again, it's like, and the problem is like, and and I appreciate you want to go through this point by point. So I'm trying to not jump off into like five other things but like they are connected in my brain so it's yeah. just like like another thing that i think that you know actually real quick let let, let me ahead. all right sorry i don't mean to cut you off but i guess is the best way to put it someone that i don't even know exists on the inside of the world they literally have zero value to me i mean call that fucked up if you will but aside from the like aspect of i don't want harm to come to them because but that's more like, but at the end of the day, like they do in a certain sense have zero value to me. They have nothing to do with my life in any way, shape or form, aside from the fact of I don't like if I'm say example, like foreign policy, like or whatever, like I don't want those people to be murdered or whatever. And it does kind of fuck with me a little bit. But in a certain sense, it's also kind of like in in a I mean, I obviously I uh, like that's not like my go to thought, like, oh, my God, this could happen to me. But the idea like you I feel like when everyone sees like horrible things happen to children or other human beings in a certain sense, what they do is you, they kind of inject themselves in that situation. Like, Oh my God, what if that was my children? And they kind of sympathize with it in that way. So, and it's almost like this human thing that we do to where it's like, and you could understand that in a biological sense of like why you wouldn't do, you would want to do that because like, obviously like you're setting a precedent. It, it, it's not good to do that. Like, because that's something that could happen to you. If you allow that to happen, like it, it really is, 
I mean, libertarian theory, like, like, uh, you can apply, uh, was it Hoppe was an atheist, I believe. And I remember I was listening to, I can't remember which book it was, but his, uh, operating, like his thing that kind of like gets by like subjective morality and shit like that is argumentation ethics. It may not be argumentation. I think he was talking about something else. Okay. Uh, he he said he kind of his way to kind of dismiss all that, and he, you can be like you can operate from the subjective objective. Like starting point is if you want a harmonized or a uh, how do I put this a uh, a, a a well operating society or or if you value peace or or whatever. Forget how he put it. Uh, the, like this is a starting point. Like that's the a priori. Like and like so. Like, and that, like, I don't know to jump ahead to like to, to morality. It's like, like, it's like, if then, like, so it, it, he's not sure. saying this is an objective thing. Like you have to first accept this beginning thing it's and then go from there. Yeah. It's conditional. So like you can say you could be an objective morality guy and say, well, that's what I objective believe. Or you can be a subjective guy and be like, okay, but that's what I value. So like, that's my, like, this is the framework I'll operate off of. Uh, I, I, I will, I'm willing to say that's not objective in, in a, in a ultimate sense in that, like, if someone, if that's not someone's values, then like, okay, maybe like, value is the wrong, that. maybe value is the wrong word here, or maybe it's just too, too broad of a word. Like, like mm-hmm. I guess what I'm getting at when I say, I believe humans have value. And I think we all act like humans have value is that it's almost like there's a sacredness to the human being, like, like something that sets us apart from just a, uh just any other kind of biological you know being that would be uh, be alive there's something about humans and there's something about like uh the human being especially like the human being while he's alive versus like you know one second after death it's still kind of the same clump of atoms and cells but like we all sort of operate by like while you're alive there's like a there's a personhood there's a consciousness there's a you know for lack of a better word some kind of spirit or soul and and you can say, well, you know, is that scientifically verifiable? Well, not really, but um, it, it to me that that's why I say, like, I to me the idea that there's a spirit or a soul and that consciousness I- exists, and it isn't strictly just something we can explain through science. To me, those are kind of self-evident, and I can even like you often say, well, I start with my senses, and it's like, well, through my senses, I am sensing that. I am more than just a, a clump yeah. of atoms and I'm more than just random firing neurons. Like there, there's something to me that's beyond that. Now I think some atheists have said like, well, that's basically just a, like, an, like that is a uh, illusion of free will and an illusion of person that your brain creates to sort of make sense of reality, which I don't know, to me, I don't find that, I guess it's possible. That's all it is, but I don't find yeah. that satisfactory as a, as an answer. I, I actually do find that satisfactory, but I'm once again I'm not affirming that's the case. I uh, I think it's pretty easy to. Uh, I, I mean I don't even know that much about computers. I know you're a bit. Of, I think you're a bit more of a computer guy. But if you were to apply the human brain to be kind of like a very 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 sophisticated program, like and the way programs usually work is if then and then like this output and then if some other thing happens, it kind of alters the programming. It's kind of like an AI thing, and and so I can kind of understand how like the logic of it's extremely advanced. And once you go into AI advanced enough, it would it would essentially kind of be like a this kind of thing. I think. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I guess once I kind of start wrapping my head around that, like, don't get me wrong, like, I'm me and I value me. Uh, I mean, whether 
And, and I think we kind of touched this a little bit. Like the whole free will argument is kind of a little bit masturbatory because I think once you fully grasp the argument, you realize it's kind of like, oh, like, well, the, like you, it's kind of like this circle thing. You kind of get back to the same point. It's kind of like, even if you do accept the, the, uh, the fact that we have no free will, you kind of get back to essentially like, you're just kind of, it's just, it's intellectual masturbation and you end up in the same point where you're just kind of like, well, okay, but like, this doesn't really have any meaningful oh, yeah, full, difference. Full blown the... determinism is almost as useless as solipsism. It's just kind of like, okay, but like, well, no, how do that's I... actually, that's not what I'm saying at all. I'm actually saying once you fully grasp and I'm too fucking retarded to explain it, but I've, I've listened to a lot of Sam Harris and other people explain the argument of like the fact that yeah, we don't have free will. Yeah. There's very like if you once you fully kind of grasp what they're saying, it literally is basically no different than the free will argument. Like it's basically like, OK, so. But we're still in the same situation. Yeah. Like like nothing's different. Like the only thing that might dif differ differentiates there is maybe just a slight a slight shift of your perspective of like. You know, maybe when it comes to, like criminal justice or something like the idea that like um, it, and really, I think even from a free will perspective, it's kind of it, it, if you kind of have a little bit of elevated thinking, you kind of come to the same conclusion of instead of like a punishment type mindset, like it should be more of like a um, and, like this is like this kind of goes in a lot into like libertarian theory, too, and how we should approach how you. Uh, punish is the wrong word. Like when it comes to criminal justice, it should be more about recompense or uh, how to solve the problem. Yeah, rehabilitation. Rehabilitation, I think, is actually like a lot of libertarian theory kind of doesn't come to that. A lot of it comes to like recompense. Like all you're trying to do is like correct the wrong to, to the best extent possible. And that's kind of the same. Instead of focusing on punishment, because punishment in a even, I even feel like even if you like from a free will perspective or from a uh, determinism perspective, like punishment just kind of serves no purpose. So one, yeah. I feel like once that's what I'm saying. It's like a circle. Once you kind of understand both sides of the argument, you kind of realize like, well, it kind of makes no fucking difference. Like you, you end up in the yeah. same place. It's just, it literally is just like a, it's, it's, it just literally is intellectual masturbation. Cause I know I spent months like go, getting really interested in this one at one point. This is one of those things, you know, like with ADHD where you go really deep into it and like figure it out. And like you go on these like tangents. And I remember when this tangent and at a certain point it dawned on me like, Oh, like it does come full circle, and once you understand both sides of the argument, it's kind of like, okay, cool. Like it's it's like yeah, a fun intellectual not, thing, but it's like it has yeah. no real bearing on anything. <laughs> well, I, I guess I'm I guess I'm a compatibilist because I'm not a full I'm not a free will absolutist, but I'm also not a full blown determinist. Like I think both are sort of true in a sense. Like I, and and I also this kind of this sort of gets back like a little bit to what we talked about with James. The whole like are some people better than others, and it's like, well, I think some people actually are better in a sense like i think they're more self-aware and able to sort of rise above just kind of like the inertia of all the biological processes going on and some people i think are literally just a slave to the biological processes and, and don't have that capacity to to intellectually sort of like rise above it and, and and it's not a binary there's like you know like some people just suck at it and some people are really good and there's like a lot of people in the middle that like have varying degrees of that um yeah. uh, or at least it, that's the way i i sort it, of it, from a determinism it. perspective like uh to the opposite of that it would be like uh they the, some people just have better opera have have an improved programming essentially if you Maybe. will if you yeah. want to put it in that really basic terms because it because even in it like even from a determinism perspective like if 
like it doesn't mean there shouldn't be any like it, you shouldn't like if someone does some acts, you, you, it doesn't mean that like if they do something harming some other other actor, other human being, whatever, you should just be like, oh, well, whatever. Well, I guess it was determined like, no, like it, it's still someone got fucked over and something should happen to kind of uh, if you want to look at it as like a another piece of uh, another piece of like an other AI operating in the world, you still want to correct their fucking programming and or if, or if their programming is uncorrectable to remove them from the situation, uh, it, it kind of becomes no different. That's This is what I'm talking about, where it kind of comes f- full circle back to like basically the same thing as free will. And that's why this whole free will argument, well, I think while the, it is fun to have, people, it's kind of retarded. I think where people get <laughs> caught up is like, well, should we hold people personally responsible for their actions if, if it's more determinism than free will? Which is why, like, and, and honestly, I kind of take a little bit of a like so this is something sam harris talks about which i actually agree with both in a scientific sense and i think it actually is compatible with my christianity he was like uh if you were uh born in the same circumstances with the same or mostly same genetic makeup as like you know adolf hitler you would probably do like all the same things he did and i actually like pretty much agree with that and so that's kind of why like my view of criminal justice is like well like i mean on one hand i do get angry when people do fucked up shit but on the other hand i go like okay but like this person's a mix of their you know environment and their genetics and like you know with like 99 percent of the time you look back at the people that do the most fucked up shit and they've gone through some fucked up shit and so it's like i can have sympathy for them and now now they don't get me wrong it's like okay well you know if you're doing that to my daughter you know bullet in your head but yeah. I mean, uh, but like if there was some way that we could through science find a way to take these people, put them in some kind of facility and rehabilitate them. Well, like I would want to do that yeah. with those people. Um, and to put and, it and, in determinism terms, if you had some sort of corrupted code going through your computer or whatever, I mean, obviously in code we're, we're applying this like a human being. If you have some sort of corrupted code fucking up your computer, you, you remove it. Like, and it's yeah. not because you hate the thing or you're trying to punish the thing. You're like, we just can't have this thing because it's going to fuck up all the other things. <laughs> so, like, uh, this is once again, why the, it's fun to have, but it kind of, it also, it'd it be kind of, and it, you kind of bring to once again, put in determinism terms, like the na- it's basically nature versus nurture was you're bringing yeah. up there. And so to put that in determinism terms, the nature would be whatever given like your, your DNA, your, your, your essentially your, operating uh, I'm, I'm really bad with with ter- computer terms so bear with me you guys know what i mean this would be whatever fucking ai you had to begin with if you will and then your nurture would be the the whatever circumstances you were put in and what f- kind of shaped your your fucking code or whatever as like somebody using on. a computer yeah. for like for like work and yeah and, and stuff and like video games versus someone who watched like porn five hours a day and it got like you know infected with with with, with uh spyware and, and adware and all that kind of fucking shit <laughs> yeah so i mean once again the free will argument's fun but it, it really is be, it is like it's just it's basically arguing over nothing once you under when you fully grasp it i, I mean if anyone wants to go down that deep dive it's fun it's well, good to, to have me, a grasp i don't on understand it, but... why, why some christians get so autistic about it because i'm like to me it's like well the bible says that you're a slave to sin which and also talks about god being sovereign over all things now i get now this is where i mean i'm I'm the token, you know, Calvinist. So I guess yeah. to me, like things being predetermined doesn't trigger me like it does some people. So I, I, I don't yeah. know. It's it's certainly an interesting subject, but 
Yeah. Um, it's not explicitly a uh, atheism thing. Cause that's another thing. No, I would yeah. get upset about the, uh, whether it's determinism or not. And once again, I, I will say when it comes to like determinism, I'm not asserting it. I, I don't fucking know. Like this is such a deep question of how your brain works or how circumstances happen. Like, I, I mean, that, that's kind of what I, my, my best explanation without imbuing some sort of, you know, ghost in the machine. Like, and I think it's perfectly accurate, especially once you understand it. Like, it doesn't have to have some woo associated with it. I guess but... where my pushback comes in is, like, and so, like, AI is an interesting uh, topic to sort of, like, you know, maybe get to use for a moment to, to sort of illustrate my thoughts. Like, I'm skeptical that AI will ever reach a sort of, like, and let me be clear, I think AI can get more intelligent, but would AI ever be able to develop that which we have in terms of like the the high the highly evolved self-awareness and 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 what we would label as like consciousness like i don't i don't know i lean towards that consciousness is something that we don't really have scientific language to even exp we don't have scientific language to uh explain and i don't think we even have the scientific tools to really properly study consciousness um and and so i mean we 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 obviously know it's somewhat you know related to the brain but i mean you know and now maybe 100 years the neuroscientists will figure more out i don't know but yeah. it's like operating on what we know now um it, it seems to me that that it, it's hard to reduce purely to 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 naturalism and so um because not, of not that, to be a not to be a dick, but you see how that's a God of the Gaps argument, right? So, what, what, when, <laughs> by the uh, way, I, I to back up on the AI thing, I actually agree. Like, I don't know a lot about tech, like I just said, but I don't think it's going to be in our lifetime for sure. And, but, yeah, yes. but but as far as the, the God of the Gaps, I mean, I think there's something different to me saying, like, I don't know where the the I don't know why lightning happens, and so that must be God versus yeah, me you say that but a thousand years ago this they would be like well okay you know the grass grows because of the water but we don't know about the lightning that's too much like you, you see how it's slowly it's it's shrinking 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 right like i'm not saying like maybe but, you're but right I, maybe I, we get deeper in the brain you're like well this is way too deep and it's obviously woo woo and we don't fucking know but like <laughs> i i don't know i think over time like maybe not in our lifetime just, but... i guess it's just because i view like like lightning now granted i'm i'm sort of like it's hard to imagine living in times before we had the scientific knowledge we have now and like i don't have that I, my imagination does not extend that far so i i don't know how i could go through life and not have the understanding that like i know that rain is a natural phenomenon and i know lightning is a natural phenomenon i guess okay, okay, i guess 100 years ago it's people an argument didn't... from ignorance at the very least right right argument at least grant ignorance. that like the fact that you're arguing that and i'm not even saying we're having like a debate here but like mm -hmm. so far as like if you're going to say well i don't think consciousness can be explained because i've heard religious people do it a lot and i don't even know if you're necessarily saying that that's kind of like, well, I don't know how that could be possibly explained with natural things. And I'm not saying you're wrong. Like, maybe we do get here. Well, I don't like know. I don't know got... with certainty that consciousness can't be explained scientifically. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's possible. Yes. So um, my point yeah. being is if this is some sort of argument for theism of some sort, it is a very much an argument of like, 
Well, we don't know. It's an argument from ignorance. It, it's the it, it's a, it, like that's basically another another way of saying the well, god. I would, say that, I would say that I'm I'm way far off from theism, and I'm mm-hmm. I'm more just like I, I I feel like our difference is like I, I you know I'm agnostic about a lot of things, of course, but I feel like the main thing is that I think you're at least skeptical of anything beyond that which is like purely material or 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 natural. Whereas I would say, even if I were to lose my faith in God and I wasn't a Christian, I, I have a hard time knowing if I could operate in the world thinking that we were literally just like atoms and and cells and like just like uh, bags of water slushing around. You know what I mean? Like that 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 that's where my hard line is. Like I like I could lose faith in God and just be like I don't know. There's some kind of weird spiritual woo woo and there's something mystical or energy or something. But I I I would always I don't think I at least where I'm at right now I don't know that I could get get to a point where it's like human beings are literally just you know biomechanical uh, machines. Okay, but like obviously like all right. <laughs> Like I hear people do this, and like, and but I've also seen atheists do the exact opposite. And, and honestly, I, it kind of annoys me too because it's just kind of fucking gay. Honestly, like I'm not saying you. I'm saying what atheists do. Like, I guess what I mean. I I would say like if you were putting an overemphasis on what you say, it'd be a little bit gay too. But like atheists will do the inverse. Well, they'll say shit like, "Okay, but we're the universe experiencing itself." And so, so my point being is what you just said is a all it is is a way to frame it. If you frame it differently, you can have a completely different perspective on it. So like you, and it's almost like a way of having woo woo without having woo woo. Like you can kind of be like, we're the universe experiencing itself, which is like, if you are, if you do go in a purely naturalistic view, or even if you're kind of taking the atheistic, like agnostic view, you can still kind of say like, well, this is kind of my default view is that we are kind of like, even if we are just stardust, it's like, okay, so what? Like, yeah, we're just stardust, but like, and the day I know I'm me and I know I'm experiencing the world and I'm enjoying it. So why do I need to denigrate it by being like, oh my God, I'm Adams. Like who gives a fuck? Like I'm just, you're still experiencing it. Whether, whether or not well, I you guess, can. I, so, you know. so I guess I give a fuck because I give a fuck, which seems yeah. like a cop out answer, but it's like, I, I care about morality to, and I care about justice and I care about these abstract things to such an extent that like the that that just the fact that I care about those things is, is sort of like a well why do I care like and, and not only why do I care why do ninety nine percent of people care and I mean maybe it's just a learned evolutionary heuristic but again it's like okay but you could have a why did it evolve to the point where it's like why do we treat pedophilia going back to the original why is pedophilia not just a like cut that out you know you know go to jail, do not pass go, do not collect $200, you're in timeout for a little bit, and then it's like, you know, whatever. Or even, like, maybe you could make a purely rational case for, like, you know what, okay, when someone does this, they have to be killed for the good of society. I could even see that. But it's like, why do we get so animated about it? Why do why do we get so angry in our bones? And And really, this speaks to, like, our emotional experience. It's like, what is that? And how can we... How can we explain that in scientific terms, what it means to be angry, what it means to be fueled, fueled with a sense of justice or with a sense of of a, uh, like being being pissed off at at the amount of tyranny that we see going on around the world? Like, again, you can make rational arguments for why it's bad, but 
You but, can't but, do this. I'm not trying to be a dick, but you you play us the argument and then you give the perfect exa- opposite argument. Like you're literally explaining why it would be okay from the other side. Like right, let, let's let's do morality. Okay, we'll go into morality and we'll, we'll go straight to the bad thing. Pedophilia. If there was no God, would you be okay with people fucking your kids? No. Like let's be okay. And why? Why wouldn't you be like absent a God? Why would you not be okay with people fucking your kids? Um. So absent God, I would not be okay with people fucking my kids because, um, for one, kids are small and fragile and it would cause them physical pain. Um, it would be harmful to their mental health, uh, probably cause them to be, you know, dealing with a lot of, of baggage over their lifetime uh, and uh, just, you know, would not be good for their well-being. There you go. <laughs> right. But but again, but the, but but that's not what I'm getting at. I, I grant you that we can make rational arguments for why good things are good and bad things are bad. What yeah. what I what, what I'm getting at is why do we have this like emotional language that we and this emotional experience that we add to it? And and I guess it's like the, again, this relates back to consciousness. It's like we don't we don't operate through the world like computers where it's just like a bunch of propositions and yes, no, yes, no, yes, no. I mean, we are very emotionally driven creatures. And it's like, again, like, I don't know, I don't know, like, where something like romantic love or where something like, like, you know, uh, a, a desire for, like, again, like, it's, it's one thing to have a rational desire for justice. But, like, I, I have, like, an emotional desire for justice. Like, when I see someone who is weak being picked on by someone who is stronger than them. I mean, I got into like a dozen fights in school because uh, I would see somebody getting bullied and I would step in and stop them. Um, you know what I mean? So it's like, again, like why it's like I, I have a hard time understanding uh, what I'm to be very specific. It's like, what are our emotions and 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 our our experience as far as like, you know, we don't we don't describe these things in just purely rational language. Uh, we describe them in emotional language, too. Which is why, like, we don't just shoot the pedophile. We, like, we, we shoot him with like like a like a, a righteous fury and like a, yeah. like a like a deep a deep seated like a, um, animated hatred for people who would, uh, you know, make victims out of the most vulnerable and the most innocent. Yeah, but so are you trying to say that you have a hard time rationally explaining emotions? Because I, I, I guess that's part of it. Yeah, because I mean. not to be flippant but animals have emotions like uh, is that something spiritual in animals is that where you're like because i mean and i'm not even saying like primates because obviously like i mean that's kind of easy but like elephants uh i know we talk about crows ravens like hell even dogs and like uh i I feel like it's honestly i'm not trying to be a dick but it's kind of easy to explain emotions really like uh, we can explain the chemical reactions that happen in our brains that that trigger the emotions, but but it's like when I feel the emotions that I feel, like I'm I'm not perceiving a chemical reaction. I'm, I'm well, yeah. it, 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 it's well, like obviously you wouldn't like if you had a chemical reaction going in your brain, you wouldn't perceive the chemicals happening. You would just perceive what you perceive. Like that's how perception works. Like you know, right? But what? But what? But what is again? It's like it's like when I say we can't explain this stuff with science. It's like all we can do is go. Well, there's a correlation that when people report feeling X, we see this chemical. It's like okay, great. But what is this feeling X? 
and why do I feel it? How do I describe it with scientific language? I mean, I'm not, once again, I'm not trying to be flippant, but they actually kind of can. I'm not a huge science, like I'm not a big science nerd, but they have, there are a lot of like, they do brain scans so they can detect how, uh, how things work. They know, you know, uh, was it, what's the happiness chemical? I forget. Like there are all sorts of chemicals no, again, that are released know, in your brain. I know, like, I, I, like okay, I feel like we're misunderstood. Like I know yeah. that they can study and see the chemicals reacting. I know they can study the, the, the brain scans and see, okay, this area of the brain is lit up, but, but that means nothing to me. Like all that is like, okay, like chemicals are reacting. Parts of my brain are lighting up. It's like, okay, but explain what, uh, like sorrow is without, like again, because like uh, sorrow isn't just like chemical reactions in your brain. I mean, like it, it is in a scientific <laughs> sense. But okay, well, the sorrow problem, is the problem is we are we are talking in different languages now because to, to give an explanation of sorrow from a rationalistic perspective for me, and once again, I'm not a huge science guy, so I'm just very crude. Bad thing happens that you know you regret, and you could even place this way back biologically, and you're. You you obviously then experience these emotions that get released because bad thing happens, something is not preferable, and it obviously sorrow would be most likely because you don't have any actionable thing you can do about it. All right, all right, it's all a right. way so you can send an imprint. So hey, I don't want this to happen again later. So I'll remember this feeling so I don't let this happen again later. When it comes to anger, say in the case of pedophilia, we 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 gave a rational explanation why we would be not okay with pedophilia, and especially when it comes to our own children. So. This is literally fight or flight. That one's way easier to explain than sorrow because that just comes down to fight or flight. You can I mean, you can do libertarian theory. That's your property being fucked with right there. Mm -hmm. uh, if you're going to go with Rothbard's explanation of what children are, uh, that's your property being fucked with. So obviously that's going to set off your fight or flight. And you know any man worth a shit is going to that's going to set off the fight aspect. And that is fucking anger. <laughs> so I mean that's pretty right, easy to explain. Let me, let me, you can here's a, set that back to fucking the most basic of predators way back when of fight or flight so well okay here's a question that might be able to, to 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 get us deeper into this so can you define what sorrow is without you know using the word sorrow or or generic things like feels bad or doesn't feel good in in defining it like like how do you define the experience of sorrow without using the word sad or sorrow like yeah i mean don't don't you think that's kind of like cheating like <laughs> like how do you, you define sadness without saying sad i mean sure if i was some science I nerd cheating. i could probably I think that's... no I'm, I'm not even asking for a textbook definition i'm saying like can you explain just in your own words even what sadness is and but i mean i don't feel like it's cheating to say you can't use the the, the word you're defining in the definition i mean that's like saying like a tree is a tree it's like well that doesn't help me well okay well on the flip side how would you explain it like using spiritual terms like like I I I feel like I I'm not trying to be a dick. This kind of comes off as nonsensical. Like, well, I, I agree know. it's not. I, oh, well, here's the thing. I kind of agree it's nonsensical, but that's why I that's that's why I then go okay. Sadness, sorrow, happy, like you know, the, the emotional experience, the experience of consciousness. These things to me are are like I don't have the language to describe them in a material sense. So that to me they speak to a realm that is beyond naturalism. Okay, now, when I go beyond I naturalism, it, I can't explain okay, them. That's why I said if I was a science guy, I could give you all the chemicals involved. So, like, or the brain know, patterns we're, we're, or whatever. So, I, but, I mean, but, but that doesn't, but like, just identifying the brain. Once again, I'm not pattern. affirming that's the case. There could be some spirit that magically fucking pfft, those f feelings in my head, but 
I mean, like, I, I don't can, know why that would be the default if I, I don't des- know otherwise. Like, like, it's like you can describe what sleep is in terms of brain processes and body processes, but that's not the same as experiencing sleep and describing the experience of sleep from okay. a personal subjective view. You get you know what I mean? Like, like I get that we can define the mechanical, like, like, you know, first this happens, then this happens, then this happens. And here, here are all of the, the biochemical reactions and here are all the electrical, you know, electrical signals going off in different parts of the brain. But to me, that's different than describing the experience from a, again, from that, so like, you know, like what you were experiencing in your brain in terms of like your, your feelings and your, and your thoughts and, and the, the reality that, that you are, that your consciousness is just, you know, describing and experiencing. Okay. But so are you saying sleep is spiritual? Because if not, you just kind of, no, I was picking something that's not, I was picking something really benign, like sleep. I know my my point is like, you can't explain it with just because it's hard to come up with words to describe a sensation doesn't then therefore mean there's a spirit involved or like, you know what I mean? Like, I, I don't get how these two things are connected. Uh, I, I mean, I, I just, this really just kind of comes was, off I, as so once I, again, I a God up, the cat thing. I, I brought up sleep <laughs> to, to try to point out that like, just, just being able to explain the physical processes of something does not equate to the same as it, like you've explained the entirety of the experience from yeah. the subjective view. So, you know, sleep is obviously a, a, a little bit different of a, you know, benign thing. You know, I got another thing we could point to is like, why do, uh, things, you know, like, like more, but I guess other benign things would be like color. Like, do we all, when we see the color red, is it the same for each of us? You know, one of those, okay, those, but my, of those my point is you're making my point right now. Like you're for some reason, when it comes to emotions, you're applying some sort of spirituality because, and you're kind of sort of making this loose argument that because you can't explain the subjective experience of it, therefore it, you're not i guess you're not even necessarily saying that therefore it means it's spiritual but it kind of implies it but then you're you're also then giving all these other examples of experiences that you're saying are not necessarily spiritual but the same exact qualitatively it's basically exactly the same thing except for the fact it's an emotion so uh, my point being is how all right, all right, all right. Where, where, where's I got the another. disconnect here? <laughs> like, I, I mean, I feel like colors is another is another good thing too. Like, just because you can't explain a color to a blind person doesn't mean that color is not a thing, or there's not a rational way to explain it, or or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know. And by the way, Katie Nicole, Kate Nicole, uh, is Jose agnostic atheist? Yes. Like, I am an agnostic atheist. Agnostic. I say this all the time, but people don't understand it. Agnostic is an ag- agnostic or gnostic is a question of knowing. Atheist theist is a question of belief. I don't know and I don't believe. So there you go. And 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 the difference between me and Jose is I don't know and I believe. Yeah. Yeah, and that's why we're able to be cool with each other. Yeah. But and, and so it's like I, I feel like the problem is maybe the disconnect here is that like I feel like you're like well we can explain things by going down to like the hyper pixelated uh like explanation of of like what makes up all these distinct parts whoa, 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 whoa. Like... not to cut you up all right what i'm what i'm saying is i don't understand why a spiritual element needs to be injected like even if i wasn't able to give a rational explanation 
why a spiritual element needs to be injected. Well, I mean, I, I'm not saying it has to. I, I'm not saying. Or why that, it should all be. All right. Okay. So <laughs> do, do, so if, if so, let's say, for I'm, I'm not trying to trap you here. Let's say for sake of argument, you agreed that consciousness, emotions, and the experiences we have in, in those realms are are not explainable with sort of like scientific uh, or even naturalist language like let's say for sake of argument that that you agreed with that um okay so then i would not say that accepting that means that you have to then suppose that okay well therefore there's something spiritual i'm just saying that i find then that a that it is a probable or at least somewhat plausible uh explanation then to say that well this could be what's going on it's not that i'm saying like it, it automatically proves it there could I, will, be, I will agree with you that everything you, your entire belief system could be. I'll give you that. But I, <laughs> <laughs> okay, and, and I'm saying, and what I'm saying is, when when I when I uh, look at the fact that emotions and consciousness don't don't seem to have, uh, they, they they seem to be things that that although they they dip their toe into the naturalist realm, I think that there is. Uh, a large part of both that extends past what what we can experience and describe in naturalist language, and so, uh, and I find that if I'm if I'm going to then describe it or, or or ascribe to it a spiritual element, that it makes better sense of all of reality to me because to me defining reality in just atoms and and cells and and uh electrons and energy um to be clear i don't i just i i'm just giving alternate explanations i don't actually experience uh, just so people know i don't like assert any of that i don't even necessarily i'm not a huge science guy so i i think sometimes i don't know is a sufficient explanation well and i i, I think it's okay to say i don't know um i mean i don't know you know what yeah. i mean so I just I but, just then think that then to jump to but then I'll accept this other explanation just because it provides me some sort of all encompassing I mean yeah I could believe Scientology because it it it, it completely buys everything but I don't know why I should Well no well I would say you know that I, mean? I so I would say I so I make several claims off of this then I I go I believe that there is a spiritual reality that that coincides with our natural reality and then I also believe okay, you, that not to be dick, but that's already a huge jumping off point, right? You get that, right? Like that that's like like that your first point is already like a why? Well, why would you why would you jump to that? Like it's saying I'll, I'll you get were to born it. I'll in the world me... as a blank slate and you had no idea about any of this. Why would you immediately jump to wow, there must be some sort of this? Like it just seems to be a unsupported like I mean, sure you can. I'm just I I don't see why that's the logical or I mean I guess you you don't buy well, like I guess in I some senses say, you don't well, buy the I, I would say that based on my senses that when I experience sadness when I experience happiness when I experience injustice that that you know the depth to my emotional and personal experience is is something that is not just like I am a bag of of atoms and 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 highly specialized. But once again, startup. I don't. But see, see how you're already kind of cooking. Like you're like 
that's not even how I think. Like, it's it's like I know you're not intending to do it, but it's kind of a straw man. Like, just because like that's not even I'm how not I trying think. to say that's I'm what an, you think. I know I know you're not what... saying that, but like I don't get how that would be a a, a thought process. Someone would be like, well, like, I, I know I just I guess I don't just understand that logic. That would be like, well, I mean, I don't think this is that. Like, you can sometimes it's just okay. To go, I don't know. Like, it's okay to just be ignorant or 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 just be I guess honest with yourself of. I don't know, and that doesn't I am mean that I should myself. then jump I don't, on. I, no, I know I'm not I don't saying know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but because like, there's a difference between belief and knowledge, and it's like yes, I, know, I don't, I, know. I don't know this stuff. So if, if I was coming in saying like, oh well, because of this, this, and this, you know, it's just you know, you're an idiot if you don't believe in no. these things. It's like, well, no, I don't, I don't know. But I guess like where where I'm getting at, and then I can explain the process is that yeah, yeah. the reason I believe the things I believe is because I think that they. Well, there's two, kind of two claims, actually. One, I think it makes the best sense out of all of reality. And and part of what I'm including that is that part of my reality being the questions I have about, like, why I feel the things I feel. And then beyond that, I think uh, the second claim would be that it brings more value and meaning to my life. And so and I think I said this in our conversation with you and James, I was like, and it it almost you know maybe it's a bit of a stretch to say there's like a a little bit of an egoist uh flair to this but it's like i believe because i want to believe because like i like fuck you it brings me enjoyment and meaning so like i'm gonna do it almost just for that fact (laughs) and for that yeah if that is your logic if that's what brings you happiness yeah i i I have nothing to say that i mean i would say that like I mean, I don't, I don't. And when I say I fuck think, you, I, I mean it like in the yeah, humorous yeah. way, not like, you I, know, I would yeah. say for me, like I, I have that same exact thing. Like I, I, I don't know. I guess for me, it, it, I find it freeing to not feel like I have that. But I mean, for, if that's what you enjoy, yes. I mean, from an egoist perspective or whatever, if that's what brings you happiness, yeah, that's, that's fine. But from a logic perspective, well, and, that's and, and where clear, I get a little both. bit shaky. Like, <laughs> to me, like it brings me happiness. And I also, part of why it makes me happy is that it's like when I'm, when I look at both options, it's like, okay, well, and again, to be clear, I'm not saying this is what you believe, but to me, the way I perceive it, there's two options. It's either. Okay. But you just said that's not what I believe. So, you know, it's not two options. Not trying to be a dick. I'm just saying. (laughs) Okay. Well, I guess to to, to be fair, I don't know what, I don't know how you come to a third option. So that might be something you can follow up with. But when I am approaching this, I feel like there's only two options and it's like option one is, everything is natural material and i'm like well that doesn't seem that that this doesn't seem right both from a emotional and and sort of what i would say just kind of rational like like my senses tell me there's more to it than just atoms so therefore okay i'm I'm left with this realm where things are you know kind of like in the sterner sense like they're spooky and i know i can't prove any of this so i'm just like i'm muddling through territory that's that's unscientific. It's unverifiable, and I'm going to find what I think is the, the like the the best and the most enjoyable kind of at the same time. But it's 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 a very it's it, it kind of like a like fumbling in the dark at, like exercise. It's not something that it's not the same as looking at things under a microscope and 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 the scientific method and and all that. Um, so, so again, that's that's how I'm coming at it. If there's a third option. It's either that I don't know it or 
I'm incapable of seeing it. And I don't, I don't know. Like, what, what would you say? Like, I don't like, I, and I'm not trying to say that you are a strict naturalist. It's just like, I, I don't know. I, what, what do you believe? Cause you said you don't view yourself as just atoms and cells and, and stardust. So it's like, what, what are you beyond that? I'm me. I, 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 I guess for me that I don't need to, I don't need to think of it beyond that. Like if I had to guess, I mean, I like, for me, that's a perfectly sufficient answer. But at the end of the day, like I'm like, okay, what? Like I don't care. But what is like, me? It, like exactly. Like me is me. I, I I know what I am. Do you not know what you are? I I I, I have my experience. Once again, like we talked about earlier, it, it like, just seems like an assertion. Yeah, it is. Okay, so like, <laughs> like, uh, like. Okay, so again, your assertion this, is end, I'm just I'm me yeah. because of me, and my assertion is like, well, I'm me because like God and spiritual yeah. stuff. Well, at the end of the day, even okay, like I actually think my like from from a purely logical perspective, it's kind of like the whole solipsism thing that we've talked about before, or how you know logic. And it's like most people, unless you're like an orthodox or like a presuppositionalist or whatever, like I know we probably could get like in the weeds on this one, but I don't want to go into that right now. Most people kind of operate; they start from their senses and move out from there. I would think you, I probably could even get you to admit that that's what you do. You just then from there go then oh, buy even, into yeah. religion and so on and so forth. But I like at the end of the day that I, like I said, I start from my senses. I know me and, and like, and then you have the additional proposition of then you add a God onto that, which is fine. Uh, I mean, whatever, that's cool. Um, but, I would say I first add spiritualness yeah. in general yeah. and then add God. But yeah, I, my point being is I, I know it sounds silly, but it's the most, it's literally the most logical thing in the world. If you think about it, because there's literally nothing else in the world I can know absolutely beyond that more so than myself. I know my experience and that's it. Like if I, if safe solipsism is a thing and I'm living in a vat, I do know my brain. I, I, I am, I know I'm experiencing it. There's no way I'm not. The idea that I'm not experiencing it is just like nonsensical. Like what? Like, I know I am like, how can you tell me I'm not like, sure. it's kind of, that I think therefore I am like, like, even if I am a brain in a vat somewhere or whatever, at the end of the day, like, I know I'm experiencing these. Like, maybe somehow in some weird fucking way I'm not, but I, I, I can't even wrap my head around that. That's like a weird fucking mind fuck. Like, it, it's, maybe, it's like incomprehensible to even the atheist, religious, like, whatever. So, like, I know it sounds silly, but it's like the most basic unit. I like, guess the, the problem day, like, is I'm me I can't... and that's good enough. So, <laughs> like, like, I agree with you, but the problem is I can't help but ask what is me yeah and, and so and so and listen i i completely admit that me going beyond your position is like it is a little bit and like i i think christians don't want to admit this or religious people in general it is a little bit begging the question like like me deciding to go down that exercise of like well what if i put in all of these propositions and say well this makes sense it's like well where do those propositions come from? It's like, well, I'm, I'm definitely begging the question a little bit. <laughs> like, it's not like, it's not like I came. I mean, like, I guess maybe if you wiped all my memories and you dropped me in the middle of nowhere and I didn't have knowledge of religion or Christianity or any of that, like maybe I would still come to some kind of like, oh, I don't know. I think there's something spooky or mysterious or whatever, but, um, but I don't know. There's no way to test that. So, yeah. I mean, I, I think you could say historically people have always made religions. So I guess it's, you know, probable people would, would continue to do that. 
but yeah, I, I definitely know that the reason that I am doing these things is because I have this, um, I mean, I have an emotional attachment to wanting to believe uh, in God. Um, and I went through a, a period, I mean, I dived deep into atheism. I mean, I went through all the classic debates with the guys like Sam Harris and um, uh, Christopher Hitchens and, I mean, you know, Dawkins, uh, uh, all of them, um, you know, went uh, Matt Dillahunty, another, another, another yeah, good one. Yeah, a good one. Um, you know, and, he's a good one. Yeah, he, he's a funny <laughs> cunt, though. <laughs> I, it does drive me nuts what a raving liberal he is when it's like, dude, you're so fucking yeah. lo- lo- like he's so logical, but it's like, why? Why is this a spot where it fucks you up? Like, right. uh, what does he always goes to? It's a uh, God's what's the the veil of ignorance? That thing is like. And Dave has torn that apart once before. And it's like, dude, like once you tear that apart, you're like, dude, what are you doing? Like, have you never like really have you never tried to like explain away the veil of ignorance? It's actually pretty easy to explain to explain away. But all right, whatever. I, that's another side subject. But I'm sure yeah. you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. So. But no, I, I did a deep dive into this. And then actually, and I've talked about this on my show. Then I when I became a libertarian, um, I, I, I got into Stefan Molyneux, who was also like a, a big atheist. And so I actually went on his like did one of his call-in shows things and had a conversation with him. And that conversation actually helped me realize like, yeah, I'm basically begging the question with all of this because it's like, why do I, it's like, it, it, it is because I care so much about holding on to my beliefs that I make a lot of the claims that I do, but it's like, okay, well then I go back to why do I care? And this goes back to when James asked me on his show, like the first time I was on, he's like, why do you, why, why, like, why do you believe in God? And it's like, dude, I don't fucking know. I just do. And I've tried, like, I, I, I went deep. And I, I think you can hopefully appreciate, like, I try my very best to not make the dumb, cliche, theist arguments that, like, I know are really not logically sound. Um, because I know they're not. And I just, yeah. I, and I got to the bottom of that. But instead of getting to the bottom of that and then going, oh, well, you know, I guess it's, I can't know that God exists. And so I am going to lose my faith or reject my faith. I was like, no, I don't want to lose my faith. Like I believe in God because I believe in God. And to me, it's as natural as like breathing or like not, you know, just, just existing. Um, so because of that, but to me, I guess like the only thing I would say is that when you say we start with our senses, it's like, well, I agree. We start with our senses. And I guess this, this is stretching that definition a little bit, but it's like, I have this deep embedded uh emotional experience where it's like i just i believe there's a god i believe there's something more to reality and so you know that that kind of shapes how i approach all this all right well that's a perfect place to end it uh i'm gonna probably title this uh theism destroyed uh (laughs) make it real clickbaity (laughs) no i'm just kidding uh you want to go and drop your plugs and we'll get out of here Sure. And by the way, we, we, we need to the next time go deeper into the, uh, the, the morality argument because that's, that, that's where the rubber meets the, the road. And I think I can provide. I think we sufficiently touched on it, though. That was my whole point with like the pedophilia thing and kind of like, uh, we, we touched on it a little bit. I, like that was the most, like, because that was the one everyone goes to. Like, but we can, we can go into that more. Maybe next time I come on your show or something, we can go in different aspects. Yeah. Diff- well, I maybe think whatever can... ways you want to go with that. I, I think I cut to the uh, root of it with that one. Oh, there are definitely other avenues to go with it. But yeah, go on. Sure. Yeah. Uh, plugs, uh, Twitter at Biblical Anarchy. 
the podcast, Daniel Three Podcast, uh, is everywhere: YouTube, Odyssey, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all of that. And uh, um, you know, that's it. Yeah, and with that, this is uh, the No Way Jose show. You can find me on YouTube, all the major audio podcasters, Odyssey as well. Follow me at Twenty Twenty No Way Jose on Twitter. Give me money, Patreon.com slash No Way Jose Twenty Twenty. Hey, what's your fucking Patreon? This is a this is a safe space for grifters. What's your fucking Patreon? <laughs> it's uh, Patreon.com slash Biblical Anarchy. There you go. Give this man fucking money. Like, share, subscribe, comment, all that good stuff. Uh, yeah, John, you said the whole episode was a morality argument. Yeah, in a sort of way, kind of. Yeah, um, it is. Sort of. I just think there's we can go a lot. There's deeper. so many different avenues. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's like, I think, I, I know you're trying to edit. So it's like, I know you can rationally explain why things are right and wrong, but I just don't know why you can't just go, well, fuck it. I don't care. Well, I mean, you can. I mean, there, there you go. We just did the whole, the yeah. whole thing. Like, I mean, <laughs> I mean, no one's saying you can't. Like, All right. Now <laughs> you can, now you can title the episode Theism Destroyed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. Like, share, subscribe, comment on that good stuff. And that we are out. I gotta go to bed. Appreciate you coming on. This was fun. Boop. Yeah. Yeah.